Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of E-Day Fix, a podcast about a couple's hyperfixations. So the reason we are here today on Not A Friday is because it is August 16th, and it is the 44th anniversary of Elvis's death. And we figured it would be kind of cool to jump on and just ramble on about what I'm going to refer to as one of Paul's sub fixations. So as we've discussed before, Paul has ADHD and will hyperfixate on things and tends to take me for a ride with him down these hyperfixations. So Elvis Presley has recently become a hyperfixation, but within that very broad category, that is Elvis, Paul has picked out an aspect of Elvis's life and has just taken it and run with it. And so we are here with you guys today to discuss this subfixation. And Paul, can you please explain to our wonderful listeners what that subfixation is? Elvis Presley and martial arts, colon, how the heck does he have a black belt? <laughs> <laughs> um, s- small correction, it's a seventh degree black belt not just a black belt but he's a seventh degree black belt carry on he wears a jumpsuit in the dojo (laughs) he also also wore boots and sunglasses in the dojo i have okay Uh, i can only process this at different levels the jumpsuit Gee, that's that's one. The sunglasses and boots are like actually a secondary tertiary to that. The stylized gee is where I actually have the issue. That wasn't his only one. He I, had multiple. He had I, one with a big tiger embroidered on the back of it. Uh, I've seen that one. He had I, one with like old school Chinese takeout letters EP uh, in the back. Uh, it was j- with like red and gold accents. And a collar? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so, preface this. Throughout my life, I've been involved with martial arts in various degrees. Yes. I've studied taekwondo, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, and for the longest was Okinawan goju-ryu. Okay. Not an expert in any of them. Kind of mediocre right across the board. Okay. But did get very into them. And I know a lot of the protocols. I know a lot of how the styles are done. And watching this... 50-minute video that Elvis had shot for a martial arts documentary. Yes. Was an experience for me. (laughs) I have... I think there was a point where you had... This was even before we were married. You had just casually mentioned, like, Elvis has a black belt. And I stopped in my tracks, turned to you, and just went, No. And since that time, every so often, I just hop onto YouTube and go, Elvis, karate, and I look for videos. I can't help myself. It's something that I'm just completely baffled that he was into martial arts to the extent that he was. He was incredibly passionate to the point where he was a regular practitioner. He went to try different styles, including taekwondo, karate. He met with the master of, or like the head of American Kempo, and he was one of his personal trainers. He also was friends and, like, sought out people who 
were the leaders in their particular field, like whether it be like combat by nunchuck or what have you. He was passionate about it. I'm not even upset about this. I'm just constantly baffled. Like every time I find out something new, <laughs> it just shakes the core of reality for me. See, and you you also missed some other the glaring points. He founded the Tennessee Institute for Karate, funded it, taught at it, which is what basically happened in a good chunk of this 50-minute documentary. If y'all want to go to YouTube and just search Elvis Presley karate demo, you'll get a nice 49-minute video to, to watch, and that'll give you an idea. So yeah, founded the Tennessee Karate Institute, or Tennessee Institute of Karate, funded it, taught at it, and even participated in the judgment and evaluations for promoting students. You say it out loud, and I'm having a hard time processing it. I know that this is the case. I just, it's so difficult to just parse. Okay, the documentary that we're talking about was later in his life. And it's a very easy target for people to look at and just go like, look at how sweaty he was. Look at how out of shape he was. But just being something that was a bit of a habit of martial arts at that time, being like very extreme with pressure points and like disarming guns and stuff that really you wouldn't get taught now that's not that's not the stuff that you do it was very theatrical it was at the rise of karate in north america he was doing this and it was such an easy target for people like we were listening to a ufc commentator who was just kind of ragging on the fact of like oh i thought elvis was legit now take a look at him no at this time he was actually practicing he was a lot of people commented he was going to his forms whether or not that he was as skilled as people made him out to be is up for debate. He did rise through the ranks incredibly quickly. And yeah. along with his group, including like, you know, gifts to people. I'm not saying anything. I it's will, Elvis. Yeah. You're, you're in Memphis. That's fine. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna rag on that. It's a man who's passionate about what he's doing, and he's doing the best he can about it, and he's trying to share it with the world. I could never see any reason to take a man down a peg on that alone. Loki, actually, no, this is straight up on like list of things I want at the Graceland official store online. There is a replica of one of his geese available in the store. Okay, so you're actually serious about that? Oh, I think it would be a great discussion piece when people come over to the house. It'd be nice. It's framed in a little shadow box. It has a plaque and a picture of Elvis. I'm just saying. It's a great piece that really ties all the separate Elvis pieces together. That would be the one focal point. You're serious about this? No joke. You're serious. Shipping costs aren't even that much. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, we can look into that. I've read a few articles just to check out the legitimacy of it. And if there was actually conflicting, like, oh, Elvis actually sucked and you're just being buttered up because he's Elvis. Or no, he was actually super good. I was there. Like, it. he actually was. It's actually pretty uniform that he was actually pretty good. His forms were not what they call pretty, but he was good at what he did. When you do watch this documentary, he is pretty glassy-eyed. And yes, he's very sweaty. And there's probably a good chance he's stoned. But when you watch him teach, he's very clear. His moves are purposeful. And he very obviously knows what he's doing. This is a man with 15 years experience because he started his study of this in the army. Back in, oh, 1959, 1960, 
something to that effect. So he'd been testing the waters for 15 years. There's no way he didn't have a ton of experience in it at this point. And the other thing I learned, and again, I read multiple accounts of this, so I mean, you have to think there's some truth to it. There was a rash of celebrities that were just handed black belts to be like, oh, yeah, sure, like, you're so-and-so. You can have a black belt, no training, here you go, honorary. So it was actually suggested to him because of this that he actually earn it. So they put him through six weeks worth of training and made him test, and he passed. It wasn't great. It wasn't pretty. But he passed, and he earned it. Just saying. (laughs) Again, it's impressive as heck. It's hard to hear Elvis knows and teaches karate. In this case, it's American Kempo. Yeah. And not think of John Hamm from Kimmy Schmidt. Just (laughs) throwing out kicks and punches going, Karate! 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 Even watching these videos, it's hard to look at that and go like, that translates into real skill. But again... You hear, like, there's other stories that show that in the real-world applications, it's not the eye gouging and, like, the throat pinching and the pressure points, but he handles himself well and was able to utilize those skills to either save his life or scare the heck out of Alice Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to throw this in here just because this is an insane event. So he was doing a concert in Vegas. This is during his Vegas stint. February 18th, 1973. And this is bonkers. I actually wrote down the whole thing because it's just insane. Elvis was attacked by four men on stage. Not the four men. Like, there were not four men on stage with him that suddenly were like, we're going to kick your butt. This is like four men got up out of the audience, got on stage, and attacked him. So basically it started off, the concert's going, a random lady stood up on the table and walked over to the ramp because the Vegas stage is a stage and then you have like a a runway ramp that runs down into the middle of the crowd type thing. So she gets up onto the ramp and walks towards the stage very calmly, walks up to him, grabs his scarf, calmly walks back and hands it to the leader of three other guys. So this immediately kind of put everyone on edge. So apparently three songs into the set, and at the end of Suspicious Minds, he had a habit of doing a bunch of karate moves, which is just like, that's what he did at the end of some songs. You're you're Elvis, you can do whatever you want at the end of a set. Exactly. You've got (laughs) movement room, and I'm sure there's probably 50% spandex in those jumpsuits. You get down as far as you can go, sir. Yeah, so at the end of that, two guys hopped up on stage and made a beeline for Elvis. The bodyguards get them. Two other guys get up on stage. One of the other bodyguards gets one of them. The other one makes a pass, makes it to Elvis. They tussle, guy gets thrown off stage. No one has an account of exactly what happened. I'm assuming Elvis karateed the guy off. (laughs) (laughs) Just flying roundhouse kick, guys, off stage. End of story. And this was a recent realization that happened. Was Elvis was getting into karate, or Elvis was into martial arts. And he was trying to put together this documentary to showcase it and release it worldwide. And that would have maybe got him back into that movie spotlight. And this is the same time that Chuck Norris, Bruce Lee, you're getting into those styles of movies. And the notion that we missed out on the opportunity to see Elvis and Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee going at it in some battle royale movie, just, it's a it's a bit of a bummer. No kidding. What if they put him in 
Enter the Dragon. What if Elvis had a chance to be in Enter the Dragon? That would have been spectacular. Oh my god. That would have been a bold and very very interesting career shift. But man, I would have, in that alternate universe where that happened, I would be all over those movies. I have a question. Yes. <laughs> I have a question. Do you think they would have let him do his own ADR? <laughs> Can you imagine Elvis dubbing himself over? Oh, you would have to. No one else could get that. That or Memphis you, accent. You uh, know, but like, really, though, what if they picked like a really terrible guy? <laughs> that would have been amazing. I can't believe we missed out on that. Also, that would have been Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, and Elvis all in the same movie. Oh, yeah. He was. He had a bit part in it, yeah. He got his butt handed to him oh, yeah. sideways. And, and he pretended to be more injured than he was just so he could <laughs> hang out with Bruce Lee. <laughs> That's right. I oh, about that, yeah. This is one one mystery, like one fixation. I cannot ever seem to dodge when it comes to Elvis. Finding out about songs that I haven't heard yet, that's fine. New remixes and renditions, that's fine. Going through the middle of his filmography, scary, but fine. <laughs> Watching the any clips of Elvis practicing karate or seeing him in his stylized geese. It breaks me mentally. <laughs> and it's fascinating. I can't come to grips with it. But now that I've watched and read more about him, mm -hmm. it's really nice to see how passionate he was about martial arts and what he wanted to do with it. Yeah, It's a shame that he never got to actually bring that documentary to fruition. Yeah, I think it would have done quite a bit. Because that boom happened shortly thereafter. Yeah. And it's a shame that he couldn't have been in front of that and been a part of that wave as it was going on. Yeah. And I will say, I have been an Elvis fan my literal entire life. And this was not an aspect of his life that I ever explored. And you just opened up this brand new door. <laughs> I think I didn't realize how prevalent it was. I didn't in, either. Until in the uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, yeah. when Jack White is playing Elvis. And he like throws out these fake punches, coming off really intimidating. I'm just like, what's going on here? Like... Meanwhile, yeah. I was watching that going, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty accurate. Like, yeah. I knew he was into karate, but I didn't realize the extent and why. And I thought it was just one of those things like, yeah, he was also super into Cadillacs. And he had a whole bunch of them and gave them away like candy to children. So <laughs> would that be great going to like trick-or-treating at Graceland and come back with like Car keys? keys? <laughs> <laughs> wow, never mind full-size chocolate bars. This crazy guy with giant sideburns just <laughs> gave me a car. <laughs> Take that, Billy, and your super-sized Snickers. That'd be great, though. Seriously, oh, that'd yeah. be amazing. <laughs> like, I got a guitar. I got a car. Yeah, that'd be great. Just if there's new footage that arrives, there's always going to be something I will. I don't think I there will is. Be captivated by. I don't think there is. I think that was it. Like, they finally released that 
that documentary footage because it had not been completed and wasn't going to be. I, I think it was just locked away, but it was just recently released. So is that something we can put a link to in the description? Oh, definitely. Okay. Well, we'll put a link to it in the description and you all can see for yourselves. And yes, I'm going to be honest with you. At the start, it does very much look like Elvis is high out of his mind. But then you watch him work and you're like, you are concentrated, sir. To be honest, when it comes to a lot of amateurs doing martial arts, everyone's pretty sweaty. Elvis was not in a good place at that time. No. But it's really hard to rag on him for being sweaty while he's technically working out in a Memphis dojo above a pharmacy with movie cameras on. Like, there's probably a lot of heat going on there anyways. Like, that's just a hat on a hat on a hat. There you go. What I will say is, steal an adage from other podcasters, don't yuck anyone's yum. (laughs) So thank you for tuning in to this very special eBay fix. We appreciate you coming out. And he's still missed to this day. And again, as always, like what you like, no matter what the mean kids say. Big thank you to Ethel and the Androids for the use of their song Used to Know You for the intro and the outro. You can find the link to their SoundCloud in the show description, as well as all our links to our social media. And thanks for tuning in and listening to our podcast. If you like the show, be sure to review and subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice.